Love is not something that is a sort of rare commodity. Everybody has it. Existence is love. You are one with the divine principle. You have the energy. You are the Big Bang, the original force of the universe coming on as whoever you are. See, when I meet you, I see not just what you define yourself as, Mr. So-and-so, Miss So-and-so, Mrs. So-and-so. I see every one of you as the primordial energy of the universe coming on at me in this particular way. Money is the circulation of information and in itself has no value. Everybody is fundamentally the ultimate reality, not God in a politically kingly sense, but God in the sense of being the self, the deep down basic whatever there is, and you're all that. Stop measuring days by degree of productivity and start experiencing them by degree of presence. Bro. I don't know what's going on with this energy recently, but it is chaotic. So many things are happening, but at the same time, nothing is happening. If anyone can relate to that, I don't know if that's, that's the best way I can describe it. Um, my intuition has been on crack, and by that I mean it's been so spot on about a lot of things. I mean, it usually is. I mean, it always is. It's my intuition, but I don't know. It's just like a, a lot of things I have been predicting are coming true. And then also I am manifesting like crazy. It's just like a lot of things that I think about or people I think about or dream about, they immediately come into my life the next day or the next week. And I don't know. There's just so much energy right now that's just like very heavy and I don't know, man. But on that note, welcome back to Figuring Shit Out with your girl, Kelsey. So, I am no professional astrologer, but I do believe that astrology has a huge impact on us. And recently, with the Lionsgate portal on 8-8, a lot of people have been talking about how we were in this huge energetic portal all throughout August, and that explains so much. Also, the two full moons that we had, like the rare Aquarius full moons, the blue moon or whatever. And let's just say I definitely felt it. I'm so sorry for not posting last week. I was doing some major purging with this full moon energy and honestly all the energies, all of the above. <laughs> and I was just reevaluating a lot of my limited self-beliefs and things that were blocking me and honestly I just needed the time to really focus on that healing and I'm pretty sure that the full moon plus Lionsgate had a lot to do with it I'm still feeling it um honestly wouldn't it be so cool to just call out of work because of that like do you guys know how strange that sounds to someone who isn't on this journey like I really wish I could just say hey I have some heavy shadow work to do today and I need like two to three days to recover i'm gonna manifest it for all of us one day we could just be like hey i need a i need a healing day it can be a mental health day and i don't know why that is not appropriate to call out of work for mental health but whatever i mean i guess we know that that's the way the matrix works 
But honestly, sometimes you really do need to step back from whatever the fuck you're doing and listen to your feelings, write it out, cry it out, scream into a pillow, forgive yourself, and just be. I guess that's what this portal came to do. It made us realize a lot of what has been holding us back. And boy, it definitely did that. This shit is not easy and time isn't linear. Healing isn't linear. I'm going to repeat that so many times. So stuff from third grade might come up. Stuff from three years ago might come up. And it's okay to sit with yourself, do some shadow work, forgive yourself, try to figure out what these struggles or situations have been trying to teach you, especially if they're repeating patterns, because that's what I've been re- <laughs> that's what I've been noticing in my personal life recently is just like a lot of repeating patterns with people, with situations, with work environments, with people in authority with me at least. Like it's just a lot of repeating patterns that I need to kind of break down. And I mean, if there are people out there who are like, that's so much work or you're reaching or whatever it's it's really not like that's how you heal that's how you figure out the things that you need to learn in this lifetime and that's how you figure out how to get out of these cycles these toxic cycles of repeating patterns um for example for me um i've talked about this in previous episodes of repeating cycles with men and like the men i attract and stuff so there's something within me that I'm not seeing. And I'm still working through it, guys. I'm still trying to figure it out because shit keeps coming up. It's not easy. But I really do think that individual healing is so important right now. With the state of the world, the best thing we can do for the collective is just to focus on our individual healing and our individual energy. Like, there's so many things that I wish we could all do um, to help the world. But we can't help the world until we help ourselves first. And honestly, like I always say everything is energy. Everything is energy. And if you don't believe me, even science proves this, like 99% of a of matter is energy. Something like that. I don't know. Don't quote me. I don't have anything up to quote that. But I just know that everything is energy. Our thoughts are energy. Our, our beings are energy. Like, so once we have that energy of healing and love for ourselves and compassion and I mean emotions are energy energy and motion is emotion so once we have that compassion and that love and healing then that will spread to the collective and honestly I think that's the best thing we can do for everyone right now especially what's what's oh my god I just I honestly hate going on twitter or sometimes the news I'm like what's going on today you know and I'm just like, wow, like, holy crap, a lot of shit is going on. And like I've said before, like, we have to go through this turmoil and this breakdown to rebuild into something beautiful. But like, damn, and like, the only way we can help is with our own energy. So, and I don't know how many times I've said energy, but take a shot every time I say energy. So today I just want to talk about how strange I've been feeling. <laughs> and I don't know, if, honestly, if any of you guys can relate is my audience ranges from like high school to above. But I'm at the point in my life where half the people I went to high school and college with are married, have kids, have careers, have their own place, are buying houses, and like the other half are recording podcasts in their aunt's apartment and consider their cat to be their best friend. (laughs) I am the other half. And it almost feels like I'm getting pulled in two different directions. And by that, I mean my old way of thinking 
and the new evolved me and I wouldn't say involved but like in the process of evolution me <laughs> I guess because sometimes I'm like wow 24 like wow I'm 24 like I'm almost 25 my birthday's coming up not really I don't know I don't know time honestly it's in December but yeah kind of <laughs> but I was like what the fuck am I doing like I'm almost 25, like what? And then I recognize that that's my 3D programming, my ego talking, because my ego is constantly, constantly comparing myself to others. So then my higher self, my intuition, my my essence steps in. <laughs> She's like, wow, I'm 24. I'm so young and I have so much to look forward to. I'm grateful for where I am and how I got here. And I have so much life to live. I have so many things to experience, so many people to meet. See, see, there's two completely different mentalities there, but I'm torn between them because, like I told you guys before, I'm not gonna bullshit anything and pretend that I have my shit together, hence the title of this podcast. And, I mean, that's the whole point. So, I want to emphasize that I'm not above anyone. I don't know more than, I don't know more than others, nor am I more enlightened than others. And, quite honestly, I don't like that word, enlightened. It makes me sound like a pretentious asshole. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. I'm here to share my journey in hopes that you can relate. And by that means you're going to see the real me, the raw me, the emotional me, the going through shit me, the ego me will come out. And in hopes that you can relate and not feel so alone. So as I was saying last weekend, I was like, Wow. When I was a kid, I thought I'd be married by now and have my own place and my career. But then again, I think about how all those things are are a part of the structured matrix or a part of the structured society making us think that we're always running out of time. I saw this TikTok one day where it was like, why the fuck is everyone rushing? Like, everyone's just always in a rush on the freeway, on just like leaving the house, getting ready. Like everyone's always in a rush and it's true. I always catch myself in a rush too. feels like we're always running out of time. Like why? Obviously we know why. <laughs> it's all, it's all the programming. And sometimes I do struggle a lot with the concept of time and comparing myself to others. And the only time I feel like I'm ever like, okay, is when I meditate because I step out of time. And we'll talk about that in a second. But I catch myself talking to my mom all the time and telling her I feel like I'm running out of time and I feel as though I always need to be doing something. And God, first of all, that woman is my angel and I don't know where I'd be without her. Quick shout out to my mother. Second of all, time isn't real. And I have to keep reminding myself that. I honestly do. Like, why the fuck am I stressing? I really think because everyone around us is always on a in a rush, especially if you have people around you who are not fully awakened or are still trapped in that matrix ego mentality, that we also must be doing that, you know? That's like our human nature to always adapt to our environment. And if our environment is chaotic and in a rush and trying to figure shit out, and I mean, the reason I am always comparing myself is because I compare myself to my older brother. My older brother, he's like, he has his own place. He has like a good job. He has like his shit together. Even though he tells me all the time that he doesn't, like it's still, it's still a little better than 
my situation in the 3D sense. <laughs> but that's also just my program mind wanting to follow the rush of the herd. Like I said, our human nature is to follow the herd and adapt to the other other people around us. That's why I suggest you surround yourself with people who are like-minded. And I know right now it's really hard to. It's really hard to find other awakened souls or other people who are in that same mentality, especially if you do have a job and you go to a workplace where everyone is in that 3D mentality. It's just super hard. So I understand. So that's why, I, I mean, I'm in the same boat. Like, it's not like I can change people. You can't change anyone. So it's just trying to come back to yourself and align within and step out of time. I still have a handful of friends who aren't precisely awakened yet or might not ever wake up, but I I see them constantly stuck in the matrix and my mind sometimes goes like, hey, why don't you have your shit together like they do? But then I have to remind myself that I'm not this, in the same state of mind. And it's almost like, I said this before, it's almost like I'm in a different dimension. And it feels like that all the time now, especially because the mass mandates came back in my state. Well, I think it's just my city, but I obviously have not been wearing one. And t truly, truly, I didn't know because I I don't watch the news. I don't watch the local news or anything like that. So I wasn't aware. The only thing that could have told me is like the signs in the stores. But like even then, when I first moved here, um, a couple months ago, there were still signs up and um, I didn't wear one <laughs> because the mask mandates were lifted, you know, for like the vaccinated or whatever, but like I'm not even vaccinated and I still don't wear one. Um, but anyways, so like when I walk into stores now and I don't wear one, it's just so weird. Me and my cousin talk about this all the time. Like every time we walk in, we're just like, we feel like we're in a different dimension than everyone else because everyone's just wearing a mask walking around and we're just like the only ones without a mask and no one has really said anything to us like about putting one on so i'm just gonna keep doing me like i said i'm clueless to the news so i'll be like oh i didn't even know <laughs> there's covid what's that <laughs> but like i said i'm not in the same state of mind not the same dimension i guess <laughs> and time isn't real the time the way i think of time is stacked up on top of each other. So think of today with every moment of your life, past and future, all happening right now, like parallel universes. That's why some people share healing techniques such as picturing yourself when you were at your lowest and changing the outcome because that is a way of healing the outcome it's almost like going back in time and changing the outcome of a certain situation. Not precisely, but the energy of how it went down. I don't know if I'm explaining that right. I'm probably not. But like, <laughs> since your emotions are energy, and if you go back in time and you picture yourself in that moment when you were at your lowest or whatever, and you send yourself that compassion, that love, and that kind of like a sign to yourself, like everything will be okay. And then you change the outcome in your head so that energy is not still, like, when you think of that moment, you don't think of, like, grief or sadness. You think of, like, wow, that was a moment in my life where, like, I gained a lot of strength. Or it's just changing your perspective and your energy of that moment in time. And you can do this during meditation. Um, also, another one is inner child work, where it's, like, basically the same thing, 
when you're in meditation and you remember a time where you felt abandoned, not heard, or needing that emotional security, and you just going up to your inner child or picturing yourself at that age, and while you're in meditation, hug yourself, tell yourself it will all be okay. And honestly, it's a very emotional yet empowering experience because you are technically changing your energy by going back in time in your mind. (laughs) But I recommend it. And I know it takes a lot of practice, especially to get in that meditative state, but practice makes perfect and I recommend practicing every day. Another practice people talk about is quantum healing and quantum leaping. Well, it's basically the same thing. You can call this quantum healing, quantum leaping, because you technically are with your consciousness by going back in time in a meditative state. So you're not physically going back in time, but your consciousness is. And I mean, this is this also works with manifesting your dream life because you are quantum leaping into that state of mind. Um, and all you really need to do is tune into that frequency. And I'm pretty sure you've all heard this before that like basically these different timelines or different parallel dimensions are all frequencies, kind of like a radio station. So whatever radio station you want to listen to, whatever whatever parallel universe, parallel timeline you want to hop into, you turn your frequency to that timeline so you can hop in it. There's a lot of other techniques you can do with this, like the, there's a water technique, I think. I don't really know what it's called, but you basically put, because water has a lot of, there's a lot of scientific proof of water holding a lot of energy and memory, and there was this book. Oh my god, I'm blanking. There was this book written by the scientist about how, I don't know what it's called, but he basically talked about how he talked really nicely to this water and he talked really badly to this water and the memory and the crystals of what it looked like looked completely different. And basically the energy that you put into the water is what you're going to quantum leap into. So (laughs) I'm probably explaining this in the worst way possible. Um, But you can look it up on YouTube, quantum leaping with water, and basically you have two cups of water. You put one water with your past life or the things you're going through right now or things you want to change. And then the second cup of water you put underneath on a piece of paper, like what you, your dream reality or your dream job or your dream boyfriend or whatever it might be. And then you basically um, pour the water of the old life into the new one and then you drink it. I'm not honestly... could be butchering all of this, so don't listen to me. But look it up on YouTube. A lot of people talk about it. And that's also quantum leaping. Um, it's just tuning into that frequency. And also applying the law of inspired action. Meaning, take the actions your intuition is pulling you to do to acquire your desired reality. Even if it's the craziest thing ever. And I've been, I've been saying that. I'm like... Sometimes our intuition pulls us to do things that we're like, what the fuck? Like, I've never thought of doing this. Or like, what are people going to think? Like, no, just do it. If your intuition is telling you to do it, do it. Like, recently, I got offered um, to sell my crystals at this local, like, wellness center, spa center. And I've been, like, putting it off because, like, I'm just... I just haven't really been paying attention too much to my store because of my job So I was like, I don't know if I want to do it. I don't know if it'll be successful. Like I was just, obviously my ego just got in the way and was like, 
putting myself down. So I was like, I don't know if I want to do it. I'm kind of scared. And then my intuition has been just pulling me. Like recently, like every day it's like, hey, email that girl back. Email that girl back. Email that girl. So I'm like, fuck. Okay. You know what? I'm going to do it. Fuck it. So I emailed her back and hopefully I'm going to do a pop-up shop with Luminescent Luna at that spa. If you're in North Carolina, come see me. I will probably post about it on the Luminescent Luna shop Instagram. But anyways, so off topic. (laughs) So recently I've been really into Joe Dispenza's work and I haven't finished his book yet, but I'm reading Becoming Supernatural and honestly I might have to reread it and take notes because there's so much. But um, I also have been listening to some of his speeches and podcasts that he's been on and like seminars and stuff like that. And honestly, I just I just love when science intertwines with philosophy, spirituality, and psychology. I mean, it's all science. <laughs> but like when there's like scientific evidence that this stuff is like real, that's, that gets me wired. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> But he's very adamant on the study of epigenetics and how that is the new science. And I mean, of course, if you tell any mainstream scientist this, they will tell you that you don't know anything about science and that's fake pseudoscience or whatever. But even another doctor that I talked about on my last podcast on is, is modern medicine killing us. I talked about Bruce Lipton and he was really into epigenetics, talking about how that's like the future of science and health. He ended up quitting his job as a professor because he couldn't bring himself to teach these kids about biology and follow a strict curriculum when he wanted to tell them more about epigenetics. But of course, science, mainstream science does not accept epigenetics as like a valuable resource. I don't really know. I don't know the arguments there, but I just know that a lot of people don't like epigenetics. And the reason for that is because it has a lot to do with, um, it's, it's not a pseudoscience, but it's just more energy. So it's like quantum physics, quantum healing, and there's not a lot of evidence for that. So a lot of scientists don't like to look into that. But anyways, epigenetics, the study, this study and branch of science has more of a positive impact on us and it has been proven through Bruce Lipton's work, through Joe Dispenza's work. And basically, epigenetics is a study of our genes and our environment and how our thoughts affect that, and it's crazy. And I'm so freaking obsessed with it. And I'm so in love with Joe Dispenza's work and how many people he's helped. And a common thing that I have come across from Joe Dispenza or from Eckhart Tolle, Alan Watts, or any other spiritual teacher or any other... um, spiritual teaching is that the answer to becoming aligned and the answer to stop stressing and worrying about the future is to come back to the present moment. Like that's literally the answer for everything is present moment. That's how you become aligned. That is where all the healing takes place. That is where alignment takes place. And we spend most of our time in either the past or the future that our brains have been programmed to stay there. Like the more you feed your brain or your mind something, it's going to become a habit and it's going to give it more power. And it's crazy that we do this every single day. Like he talks about how every day we take the same route to work or every day we talk to the same people that trigger the same buttons. And it's just like our brain on autopilot. So it's not until we learn something new that our brain creates a new wiring or a new um, 
like dent. I don't know what they're called. I can't, I don't do, I don't do scientific terms. But even then, if you learn something new and your brain is fired up and it creates a new, it creates new neurons. And I don't know why I couldn't think of that. So it creates new neurons and connections every time we learn something new. However, those don't last unless you keep applying the same new lessons that you're learning. So let's say that you, for example, that's why a lot of times a lot of what I'm learning about spirituality or a lot of things that I'm learning about trying to change my mindset, a lot of it has been so deep into my subconscious, like the programming, especially the societal programming, that you have to keep reminding yourself of what you learned to create a stronger neuron, like to create a stronger connection in your brain. Because your brain will always go back to that, what's stronger and what you've given power to your whole life. So that's why he says, like, if you take the same route to work, if you see the same people, if you um, get the same triggers every day, like you're just programming, you're just feeding the programming even more. So it's really good to start reading, start doing, challenging your brain. But basically, if all our time is spent in the past and thinking of what could have been or thinking about a specific moment in our past and refeeding those emotions and emotions, the more you feed emotions, like that is, that is the energy. That is the main source of energy of why you remember certain things. Um, I think I've said this before, but a memory is stronger when there's emotion attached to it. So there's probably moments in your life where you remember them more significantly than others because there was probably a strong emotion attached to it. So there's a lot of energy attached to it. So like I said before, you can do the energy healing technique where you go into a meditative state, go back into that time and try to change that energy. And this is not just a one and done thing. Like our brains are freaking insane machines that you have to keep feeding it what you want it to be fed. And like I said, keep te- keep telling yourself, keep reminding yourself. That's why I have to constantly remind myself, like, yo, time isn't real. You're fine. Chill the fuck out. Um, <laughs> but that's really how you start programming your mind for yourself and unprogramming and unlearning everything else. Um, but that's also why I emphasize meditation. And like I said earlier, when I meditate, I step out of time. And Joe, D- Joe Dispenza, like, he... That's all he talks about is meditation. His meditations are really good. You can just look them up on YouTube. Another thing Joe talks about is how our brain and our mind cannot fix our brain and our mind. And how our egos cannot fix our egos. Because the more you feed it, you're feeding the problem. Does that make sense? So he brings up a quote that I used to say a lot on my old podcast by Albert Einstein saying... You can't fix the problem with the same state of consciousness that the problem was created in. So it's like feeding fire with fire. And it's almost like the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. And I'm pretty sure that's another Einstein quote. But really, we cannot fix our egos with our egos. So we must embody our consciousness and rise above it rise above our egos. And how do we do that? With meditation, stepping out of the past and stepping out of the future. Because when you meditate, especially with Joe Dispenza's meditations, um, in his book, he talks a lot about different techniques, but he talks about just like becoming no one. Becoming like you, when you're meditating, you just embody your consciousness, you lose your body, 
not physically, but <laughs> in meditation, it just feels like you lose your body, you lose your sense of self because that's your ego. And I guess this would technically be called an ego death, but there's so many different de definitions for ego deaths. Um, but once you step out of that, that's when true alignment happens and you're fully embodying your consciousness and fully wiring your brain um, with that positive impact with the meditation. And that's how healing occurs. And because basically when we're out of alignment and we're not in the present moment, Joe talks about how if we're in the constantly in the past or we're constantly in the future, our body is so unaligned and in disorder that it creates diseases. Dis-ease. We're not in ease. So it creates diseases. If, even with like 20 minutes a day of meditation or 10 minutes a day, it can really do a huge impact on you, especially with the right intentions. Because like I said in the last episode with words, like if your intentions with words are to hurt someone or have a negative attachment to those words, and obviously that's going to be the lower vibrational energy. But if your intentions are good with positive intentions, and then people will feel that energy, and then you will feel that energy as well. So if you have positive intentions for this meditation, and you just want to heal your past, you want to heal your physical body, honestly, this will be so beneficial. But like I said, it's not a one and done thing. You have to keep um, practicing and applying these things every single day and that's another thing with spirituality and all this stuff like it's a lot of work it's a lot of work and you have to keep applying it every single day keep keep reminding yourself of these little things and it's, it's not a one and done thing i think we've become so used to quick fixes and i mean that goes along with pharmaceutical too is like we become so used to like these antibiotics or these injections or whatever. It's like, no, healing takes time. And we need to like learn patience at this point because I mean, I catch myself like this too. I mean, this, this goes in full circle, guys. Wow. I was all over the place, but this goes in full circle of rushing. Like I began this episode talking about brushing and running out of time, but really like everything comes back to patience and coming back to the present moment. Technology has honestly helped us a lot um, in some ways, but also I feel like it's damaging us in our attention spans and like naming things now and always like Amazon Prime delivery the next day. I mean, like everything's just so quick now that like it goes full circle. Like I feel like they're trying to get us used to like quick things instead of actually taking a step back and trying to evaluate how we're feeling or trying to evaluate how to heal actually applying these practices and stuff and yeah we need to step out of the rush wow i didn't think this would come in full circle but it did because <laughs> i was like i want to talk about joe, joe dispenza because i've been reading a lot about him and i love him but the more i learn from different teachers and the more i apply to my life i'm like wow like i need to share this i need everyone to get a copy of this book it's just so crazy because a lot of what they say intertwines and it's not like they all come together and try to say the same things you know i don't even know if eckhart tolle knows who joe dispenza is or maybe they do but i'm just saying like i love learning from different people and applying these different lessons and practices um but anyway yeah i just been i've been trying to learn more trying to adapt new practices but i do sometimes catch myself slipping 
obviously trying to figure shit out and recently with my personal life and things coming up i'm just like what am i doing wrong but then i have to remind myself that i'm not doing anything wrong because i'm not the same person i was three years ago i'm not the same person i was two years ago but there are there's gonna be lessons every single day there's gonna be something that comes up every single day that you have to evaluate and take time for yourself and try to figure out what is what is this trying to teach you what is this lesson I feel like a lot of um, what I'm going through currently is just like, I feel like I'm kind of lost in what I want to do with my life, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm like looking back to before I moved from Vegas to here and I was like, no, like I'm going to grow my podcast, I'm going to grow my store, like I know I have my shit figured out. Just kidding, I don't because <laughs> everything changes every single day, but I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens. But I got to remind myself about this time thing because this whole being in a rush thing has really, really gotten to my head recently. And I just need to stop and let it go. And wow, my ears are ringing off the charts right now. I don't know if what I said is good and you guys need to hear it. And this is confirmation for that. I also just looked at the time of the recording and it's 33 minutes. I've been seeing a lot of 33s lately, so that's a good confirmation for me. Um, 33 means that your angels are with you, and you're on the right path, and to really trust your intuition. I'm not gonna lie, sometimes I do doubt my intuition, and that's perfectly normal to do that, but it's literally applying practice to all this stuff. I'm gonna keep saying that because I'm so redundant and so so repetitive about these things, but that's what you gotta do. You gotta do to apply this new programming to unprogram yourself from the last programming, but um, trust your intuition. Trust your intuition. And sometimes I do doubt it, not gonna lie, sometimes I do. And like I said, with the store situation, I was doubting it. I was like, I don't know if I should, but now I'm just like, you know what? It's all good. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be fun. Um, Listen to your intuition, look out for those signs and synchronicities because your angels are always talking to you. And again, this is a quickie, this is a, <laughs> this was a quickie. Um, I'm so sorry for not posting last week. I will try to be more consistent with it, but you know, life happens and I am not perfect. I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> but I love you guys so much. Um, thank you so much for submitting your stuff onto my website. I figured that I would just start replying to you guys because I love having conversations with you guys. So I've been replying to a lot of you um, through email. And so if you have any specific questions of something you're going through right now or just need more clarification on anything else, just shoot me a message on my website and the submission forum. I was going to do like questions of the week like I did on question everything, but I feel like these questions that you guys have been sending me are very, very specific to your lives. And I want to be very, uh, my answers want to be, I want my answers to be more personal. So that's why I've been replying only through email. Um, so if you have any questions or anything you want to say or feedback or whatever it may be, click the link in the show notes and drop whatever you'd like say whatever you'd like. Um, I'm open to anything. Also, thank you guys so much for all your reviews on Apple Podcast. Um, if you haven't yet, go ahead and review. Be honest. Um, leave me some feedback. I think, I think I'm going to end it here. 
I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode gave you some valuable things to think about. I don't know. I'm kind of all over the place still. Kind of really. I'm a hot mess. Yeah, that's what it is. I'm a hot mess. Um, but that's okay. You know, we're just, we're just trying to figure it out. Trying to figure shit out. And um, I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm holding your hand through the journey. So don't forget to follow me on socials. Uh, I changed my Twitter at from at woke with Kels to at align your divine. I think it's more fitting with my content now because originally when I had at woke with Kels, I did it specifically for my TikTok followers to find me because when my account on TikTok got banned, a lot of people were looking for me and they follow my personal account, but on my personal, I don't post anything of my content. So I had to make another Twitter and another Instagram. So um, I just thought woke with Kels back then would be significant because um, I don't know the stuff I was talking about was quote-unquote woke. Um, <laughs> it's just so cringy thinking about it. Um, I mean, now looking back, like, I just, like, I have a different definition or perspective on woke now. Like, like, seeing with the word enlightened, I, I just, I mean, I think it also goes back to the fact that everything's a label and what you attach meaning to, that's what it is. Um, and I don't like labels kind of thing. I just, I don't know. I don't like the definition of woke or the perspective that I have on it anymore. Um, I think align your divine is really my mission now is just to align with myself and align uh, my essence to share that love with others and share that love with myself. So that is my mission now is not to become more woke or more enlightened or know more things because I think I just come to the point where the more I know, the less I know. And I'm I've said that a million times, but it's true because if we're really talking about enlightenment, I think that's the true definition of enlightenment is that you don't know anything at all. You come to the point where you just, the more you know, the less you know. So you really don't know anything at all because it's all defined by everyone's individual perspectives. Um, but yeah, that's why I was like, I don't know. It's not that I'm, I don't know. I just don't like that word woke anymore. So align your divine is my Twitter now. And my Instagram is still at FSO Podcast. And my personals is just Kelsey Cortez. But anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this, my long rant of time. <laughs> and I hope you guys have a wonderful Monday. And do something nice for yourself today. You know, put yourself first today. Go get yourself some some tea, some coffee. Go buy yourself something nice. Have a you day. It's Monday, but whatever. Treat yourself. Do something for yourself today. Because we gotta love ourselves. Anyways, I'm going on a rant. Um, yeah, I hope you guys have a beautiful Monday. And I will see you next week. Love is not something love you. that is a sort of rare commodity. Everybody has it. Existence, Existence is love. Is love.